Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is We The Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Thursday, September 30, 2021. As of today, 71.5% of the Italian population is fully vaccinated. Considering only the over 12s targeted by the vaccination campaign, 78.5% of the Italians are fully vaccinated. From next week, Italy could return all in the white zone, including Sicily that they had already last week the day that it changes color from yellow to white, but before that it is expected a consolidation of the pattern. The green light could arrive from Monday, October 4 or the next. Meanwhile, the trend of incidence, occupation of intensive care units and beds in the medical area is declining throughout Italy. Also, for these reasons, the government has decided that the conditions of contagion can allow an increase in the maximum capacity of theatres, cinemas and stadiums, but it is not yet known when. The expansion should reach for cinemas, theatres and concerts to 80% indoors and 100% outdoors, while for sporting events it should go to uh, 75% outdoors and 50% indoors, but many would like to see it reopen everywhere to 100%. And speaking of places that have reopened safely, the summer has brought a significant increase in incoming for Italian restaurants, a value of over 20 billion euros strongly helped by the arrival of the Green Pass. Those who are against the Green Pass claim that it would discourage customers from going to restaurants, but instead the opposite has has happened. We feel safer going where who enters is controlled for our health. Yesterday, Italian Premier Draghi announced that Italy's economy is set to bounce back stronger than expected. Italy's GDP is expected to increase by 6% this year, higher than the initial budget figures projecting growth of 4.5%. There is a 4.7% increase in GDP forecast in 2022. The economic outlook is far better than, than what we ourselves thought it might be five months ago, said Draghi. Now, <clears throat> there is a confidence in Italy <clears throat> among Italians and in the rest of the world. <clears throat> Italy's deficit to GDP ratio is also better than expected, projected at 9.4% this year and set to fall to 5.6% in 2022, <clears throat> before falling to 3.9% in 2023 and 3.3% in 2024. The most important challenge is to make growth fair and sustainable, lasting, structural, at higher growth rates than those before the pandemic, which were really very low and were at the root of the continuing economic crisis, said Draghi. In addition to the boost provided by government interventions and strong exports, Draghi credited Italy's vaccination campaign as a key factor behind the nation's economic recovery, stressing that the Covid vaccine is the only sure way to protect ourselves and our loved ones. The surface area of Italian forests is increasing and so is their capacity to absorb carbon dioxide. The national forest area has grown in 10 years by about 587,000 hectares for a total of 11 million hectares. This makes it possible to absorb 290 million tons of CO2. These are the data of the National Inventory of Forests and Forest Carbon Reservoirs carried out by the Carabinieri, a green thermometer able to measure the state of vitality of the Italian forests, which cover 36.7% of the national territory. Carbon dioxide is the greenhouse gas most responsible for the global rise in temperature. Forests play an essential role in ensuring global natural and environmental balances. 
The regions that contribute most to the total volume of Italian forests are Tuscany, Piedmont and Lombardy. The lowest regional values were recorded for Puglia, Valle d'Aosta and Molise, with variable contributions that obviously take into account their different surface areas as well as the different composition of the forests. This important checkup of the Italian forests has shown the presence of 180 species of trees, but the first four species represent 50% of the volume of the forests beech, spruce, chestnut and turkey oak. The first global report on the relationship between food and waste has been published carried out in eight countries of the world Italy, Spain, Germany, United Kingdom, United States, Canada and China. According to it, Italians are the people who waste less food per week, just over half a kilo per citizen. Americans instead are those who waste the most. It is fresh and perishable products such as fruits, vegetables and bread to be thrown away more in all countries. The report confirms the strong connection between consumption habits, food waste and healthy, sustainable and traditional diets such as the Mediterranean diet. Moreover, those who are used to eating out waste more at home. Now, let's talk about an effect of the pandemic, one of the very few positive effects of this horror. A recent survey shows that today immigrants no longer scare Italians, or at least they cause much less concern than a few years ago. They, the weight in the population of those who believe that immigrants constitute a danger to public order and security has almost halved, from 46% in 2017 to 27% today. In addition, the favor for the reception towards refugees and immigrants, shared by 52% of Italians interviewed, has returned to grow. In an increasingly old society like ours, domestic care activities for the elderly are very often carried out by foreign women, mainly from Eastern European countries. Moreover, and perhaps above all, fear of others has been obscured by fear of an invisible other, the virus. Finally, in Italy there has been a growing awareness of how immigrants are a necessary social component of our social life and our economy. These, uh, there are activities now carried out by immigrants in large prevalence, manual jobs in companies, industrial and otherwise are carried out mainly, if not exclusively, by foreigners. And the lack of manpower is becoming a serious problem. According to the calculation of the most important Italian center study, Chances, the lacked encounter between the offer and the demand of jobs costs to Italy beyond 21 billion euros, approximately the 1.2% of the gross domestic product. The economy is recovering, companies want to hire, but more than 233,000 professional profiles adequate to the request are missing. If Italian companies were able to hire all the staff they need, GDP growth in 2021 would rise to 7.1% instead of 6. All this while in Italy today there are 2.3 million unemployed, one in three of whom is a young person. The Italian government is to propose Rome as a candidate to host the 2030 Universal Exposition or Expo. The news was welcomed by the candidates to the role of Mayor of Rome for the next five years, which on Sunday, next Sunday, will compete for the vote of Roman citizens, including me. Russia was the first to submit a bid for Expo 2030, proposing Moscow in April of this year, followed with a bid from South Korea proposing Busan in June. Italy, which very successfully hosted Milan World Expo in 2015, is the third country to submit a bid for the Expo 2030. It's all for now, it's all for today. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was with Italian News. I'll see you next Monday. Please stay safe and take care, stay healthy. Ciao from Rome.